Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today, oh, ah, go on. Go, go, you go ahead. You, you were on a roll. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> and today, we are watching episode 25 of we talk for that. Let me try that again. Take two. And today, Are-wa. we are watching... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and today we are watching episode 25 of Futaro on Max Heart, Hikari Summer Day, Sane's Reminiscence. Also known as Hikari Summer Day, Sane's Memories. <laughs> it's the same. They're the same. It's, it's the same thing. But to help us talk about it, we have, I guess we've, who's already been on our podcast twice? Yep. Mm-hmm. Please, will you introduce mm-hmm. yourself? Uh, hi, I'm uh, Jeremy. Uh, I watched the first five episodes of Cowboy Bebop because I got very confused <laughs> about what the, what the assignment was. Uh, so I hope you're ready to learn about Spike Spiegel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like if we really wanted to get into like the SEO of it when that Netflix show drops, maybe we should do an episode on it. <laughs> Okay, this podcast okay. is already chaotic enough. We could do that. Is Cowboy Bebop a magical girl show? No, we we can't no. we cannot litigate this. And the answer is no. The answer anyway. is no. The answer is just no. There's no. There's no. There's no what about to that. what about it's the, just no? What about the moral transformations? Uh, the character transformations that all of the characters <laughs> go through over the course of the show. I don't think that counts. I don't think they're significant enough. I feel like I feel like the entire show is just one extended transformation sequence. <laughs> Uh, but mostly for Spike. Yeah, but even then, I feel like Spike, Spike and Jet, I feel like have at most like a five percent change. Yeah, they they don't change a whole lot over the course of the show. Uh, Faye changes the most, I think. But yeah, I could see that. Coming back on our podcast to once again fight about what is no, in no. I've already, I've already, I've already, we've already had the trial. We can't have another one. <laughs> Um, no. can't, can't do, can't do double jeopardy. And also, I don't want Cassidy to block me again. <laughs> I forgot about that. I have never forgotten. <laughs> it wounds me deeply to this day. There's a hole in my heart where trust once lived. It's okay, I think you've made up for it by just letting me have basically full control of the Apex City podcast feed. <laughs> yeah, for like a month. One day, one day we'll be back. <laughs> I've just been super busy. Yeah, no, I get that. I just think it's funny that I, because at no point have you thought of saying no to me, I don't think. Even after I've suggested, hey, what if I did it again next year? Yeah, no, I, I have never, you know, <laughs> have at. Uh, as long as you don't ask me to edit the episode, you can put whatever the hell you want on there. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that means I don't even have to pitch that second idea to you that I never pitched to you. you. Just send me just send me an episode and say, put this on your feed and I'll be like, sure, whatever. <laughs> like this is not gonna offend anyone, right? 
burp, 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 no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> cool. It'll be wrestling. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah, that's fine. There's nothing offensive about wrestling. Oh, come at me, internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that you're back, Jeremy, uh, yeah. and we're in a new season of Pretty Cure, I have some questions for you. As a returning guest. There's a test. I, I, was not aware, I was not informed there would be a test I didn't study. Well, hopefully you can still pass. Okay. But if you don't, we have to kick you off the podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> and Charlie has to block you on Twitter. That's <laughs> And I have to block you on Twitter, yes. That's fair. <laughs> have you watched any Pretty Cure since you were last year? I did. I watched uh, a bit more uh, in, uh, in Futariwa. I fell off uh eventually so i have not gotten to the end of it um but uh but i did watch a bit more nice i feel like there's only was there only two questions i asked i feel like there was a third but maybe charlie you were asking the very wrong person for this (laughs) this is this is an easy (laughs) test i am (laughs) it's because the test maker uh is bad at uh his job (laughs) it's fine don't worry about it what are your thoughts on shiny luminous so, uh, full disclosure, the only episode of Max Hart I watched is this one. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, my thoughts are... Well, I have notes. Uh, I don't know if we want to get into spoilers for the end of this particular episode, but uh, basically Hikari's sort of journey over the course of this episode is from deep thoughts at the beginning. What is what is my contribution to the team? Aren't these other two magical girls constantly saving my ass while I just stand there and do nothing? Why am- Something that's not true, by the way. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> we'll, get in the- we'll get into it. Why am I like this? Why don't I have a magical girlfriend? What? <laughs> <laughs> and by the end of the episode, uh, it's, I still didn't really contribute to that fight, but that's okay. <laughs> I talked to a grandma for a while. Exactly. Yeah. That really, grandma's the reason I'm back on this show. By the way, listeners, I hope you realize I am the, <laughs> I am the world's foremost uh, uh, Hanukkah's grandma fan. Yes. So, do you think that your favorite pretty cure has changed? I don't remember if you liked Kira Black or Kira White more. Oh, I, I'm I'm on Team Nagisa all the way. Okay, she's a popular one. She is. It, it's understandable. She's you know look, she she's got that. Uh, I immediately forgot the word that I was looking for. She's got that big, dumb jock energy that just calls to me. <laughs> that's understandable. <laughs> All right, that's the test. You pass with flying colors. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't I, have to block you on Twitter. I have watched at least one episode, uh, and I have an opinion. <laughs> yeah. I'll slowly back away from the block button on Twitter. <laughs> okay. I like to believe that you just have a big physical block button, just like on your desk. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Staples Easy button. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But for blocking people. Yes, exactly. You can buy one of those. Really? A block button? That's interesting. Well, I'm pretty sure you can buy a custom Easy button of any type. I see. I I bet you could also probably get one of those that's like USB compatible, and then you could just make a macro Mm, or something. mm, mm, mm. You've thought about this. I haven't. I just started (laughs) thinking about it right now. A likely story. So my favorite part about the uh, beginning of this episode, by the way, is the giant close-up of the cicada. Mm-hmm. It's yes. it's it's good. It's real good. It's, uh, yes. the, it's where my notes start, is with all caps, cicadas, exclamation point. Yes, you see Hikari walking down the street, and she's thinking about last episode. She's doing the recap this episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's, she's sad. She's walking down the street just to have and to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snake of a guy gives her an evil wink. <laughs> 
<laughs> it shook her up. It took her by surprise. <laughs> what is that? Say? He had a pickup truck in the devil's eyes. <laughs> he stared at her, and she felt a change. Time meant nothing. Never would again. <laughs> what is happening? Oh. oh, it's good to have you back, Jeremy. <laughs> it's good to be back, Cassidy. Oh. This is not the time warp. As far as I, as far as I know, I don't know. This episode might just last forever. I feel like it's gonna be a minute. We haven't. We have barely gotten into the episode. We haven't gotten into the episode yet. We've said there's a cicada. We talked about the cicada and that Hikari is doing the recap. That's two things. This does bring up a point I uh, I said last time, I think. Because I was like, well, Hikari didn't seem to get a new big move. Like, the two cure, Because, like, the two cures used their new big move on just a normal cicada. Although, technically, we might talk about what happened because... Uh, when we see the bad guys later. What do you think of the new bad guys, by the way? You you missed, uh, getting to see, uh, Baldez, but... And, uh, what's the new... What's the, the big guy? Uraganos. Uraganos, yeah. Uraganos, cool. yes. Yeah, yeah, I... In this episode, uh, I only really saw a couple of the antagonists, if you will. Uh, <clears throat> there's a kid in a mansion with some uh, Zakana butlers uh, who are pretty fun. Good comic relief uh, right there. Uh, and there was a lady with a cool haircut. Yeah, that's Vivalis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they said her name during this episode. But... It is implied that the little boy in this mansion is uh, kind of like Hikarius to the queen of the Field of Light. Not Field of Light. I don't think Jeremy knew that part either. We should probably explain that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this. I did actually read a wiki a little bit before this episode. Okay. Fair, so I'm not completely clueless. Here's Ergonos, by the way. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I, lo- I love him. That's oh. really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're thinking that Sensokari is the queen's heart? Or life? No, it's the queen's life. Mm-hmm. She's part of the the giant CGI lady from last season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We it is implied that this little boy is essentially the same thing for the Jakku King. Cool, cool. Uh, that makes a lot more sense then as to why they are bending over backwards to uh, keep him entertained. Yes, because it was just like yeah. <laughs> they want him to go big, uh, big and strong, and become a giant shadow man. Yeah, as you do. Giant CGI shadow guy. In, a, in some sort of a weird pit with some chains, uh, maybe? Who knows? But what I, the point I was trying to make is that I was wondering if, because they used their new big move last time, it, I'm not sure, like, Hakari didn't get the help this time, because, like, Hakari has done, like, a lot of stuff, like, leading up to this point, ever since she became Shiny Luminous. But, like, now they have this move that they don't really... It doesn't feel like they needed Hakari anymore. <laughs> So, and, and, like, now the episode's like, Hikari herself is like, hey, do they even need me anymore? <laughs> and, like, and like, the episode gives a firm, nope. <laughs> like, yeah, but they did need her for, like, so much of the stuff up to this point. Yeah, so they I did. So I think it's fine. Yeah. Like, literally, she was their big new move for the entire beginning of the season, after she showed up in episode five. <clears throat> after five episodes of nothing happening. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just, watching this particular episode in a vacuum was a lot of fun because Hikari's like, I'm so useless. Oh no, they're constantly bailing me out. I don't do anything. And then she just transforms and stands there and she's like, yep, that's me now. <laughs> she didn't even try to do her fun move where she just makes them get stuck in place and turn rainbow. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get to see any of her cool uh, moves. No, I she... she had this whole transformation sequence uh, and then she just kind of hangs out. <laughs> She has like a bow that like she like spins around like a like a baton instead of using it as a bow. Oh, that's neat. That's <laughs> One of neat. her moves. That's cool. <laughs> uh, and her other move that she does is like it's like a group attack. Yeah. Um, where they put it all together, uh, okay. and that's called Extreme Luminario, which is really fun to say. That's a good yes. name. It's a good name for an attack. We'll see if she gets an upgrade or it, what happens going moving forward. Yeah, yeah but she's it's... she's talking about how sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. She's talking about how, like, she's always getting saved by them, and uh, she doesn't know uh, who she is exactly, like, and Poland is worried about her, and she's like, it's fine, uh, it's just hot today. And we get to see a new Hardy L. This is your first uh, uh, sighting of a Hardy L. These are little people. As you do. Little fairies. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a, of them. There's a bunch of them, they're all part of the queen. <laughs> yep. Because the queen's split into three parts. There's all the hardy elves. And one of those parts is 12 parts. <laughs> yes, one of those parts is 12 parts. <laughs> there's the hardy elves, there's the Cherek, and there's Hikari. I believe that's all three. Mm-hmm. And this one, we don't know who... Usually we, we do get like a hardy elf like shows up and like just like kind of flies around and isn't noticed by anyone at first until like the next episode where it's like, Hey, you're the hardy elf that we saw last episode. This one seems to be about positivity. Mm-hmm. A real member of the New Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I just saw this 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 weird little this weird little person just floating around the screen. I was like, yep, that's a thing now. And then we see Seacoon who's also like, hey, I felt a hardy L. Seacoon's sure. the first hardy L you meet. Uh, and she has to go in the Cherek last. I think it's because she can summon the other ones from the Cherek, like we saw. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it's because she is probably part of her, like, you know, wanting to find new things. It probably involves, you know, finding the rest of the Hartiels. How many have we seen so far? We've seen Seacoon? Intelligent. Intelligent. Um, the one that had the pigeon. Yes. The, the pink one. <laughs> and the green one. <laughs> Isn't that Intelligent? No, Intelligent's purple. Okay. And again, anyway, Charlie, so- one of these days you're going to learn what the color purple is. <laughs> and I no. don't mean the book. It's like halfway between red and blue. Kind of, if you've ever eaten a grape, I know, <laughs> I know they're rare, but if you've ever eaten a grape, it is not to it is be, that oh, so, Yeah, be careful there, Jeremy. Some grapes are not oh, that's purple. True. No, no, you know what? I'm going to go on a platform here. All grapes are purple. If you have a grape, whatever color it is, that color is now purple. Make it a stand. <laughs> I refuse to learn what purple is. Well, that's one way to live your life. Uh, so, can, speaking of speaking of changes, speaking of things that have changed, uh, intro upgrade kind of like kind of like real good. Oh, am I really the only person in existence <laughs> that doesn't like it as much as the original? I think it's a good like. I think it it keeps enough elements from the original while upgrading them in a fun and interesting way to differentiate uh, this as a new intro. I think it's very effective. Hmm. I think it's effective. I just don't like it as much. 
<laughs> I mean, that's fair. You know, personal preference is a thing. I'm sure we'll have someone on who doesn't like it, Cassidy. Okay. <laughs> we still have plenty of guests. Open, we have plenty of episodes. Open casting call. Someone who doesn't like this really objectively awesome song. <laughs> I agree. It's objectively awesome. This is not as good. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Very subtle like character up- updates. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I like, I like when the, the, the animation shows the passage of time. Very, very so good. after the opening, we see Grandma. Yeah, my beloved. <laughs> Best character oh, yeah. in the show. We do get reference to uh, her her big episode from last uh, season, though not as like in as so much words of like what that episode was about. <laughs> I will never forget that Freddie Care talked about the horrors of uh, World War Two. Yeah, right, <laughs> it got real. Uh, but that's not. Yeah, we see her like spraying like water on the ground with like. Not spraying, but like dumping it from like a little ladle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will learn the reason why. I I actually did not know this was a thing. Like I've seen that people do this before, but I never would like understood the reason why they did. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for the listeners, and this is not a huge spoiler. This is basically a traditional method of uh, air conditioning. Um, so you basically uh, evaporate water at one side of a building to draw air in a specific direction um and that can help cool off the interior of the building it's it's really really neat and you combine that with things like having a space under the house so it'll be darker under there therefore Mm -hmm. cooler under there and that can create kind of a a temperature lowering effect and just the general thought of having like an open like space that allows the air to pass through the house yeah yeah because uh yeah Air conditioning is super modern, And, like, there's guys. something also about the wind chimes where, like, when you hear the wind chimes, you're thinking about the wind, and that helps make you cooler. It's all in, the it's all in your head. Heck yeah. So we see the two cures are doing summer homework, because it's summertime. So One of them is. Well, yeah, Nagisa's not like, working on her. <laughs> Nagisa's just vibing. Nagisa, Nagisa yeah. is wearing a shirt that just says God. <laughs> I thought that said cool. The the way, like, I think it's supposed to, but the way the, the C is, there's, like, a tail that comes up and into it, and then the yeah. second O combines into the L, and it just looks like God. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm into it. It's fine. <laughs> it's got the lacrosse paddles, like, on lacrosse it. Lacrosse God. Nagi. Nagisa. Cross I God. I forgot Nagisa's last name. I feel like I know it, but I need to double check before I say anything. Because I feel like uh, Honoka's is... Yeah. Misumi. Misumi, yeah. Lacoste God, Nagisa, Misumi. Misumi Nagisa. Misumi Nagisa. Yeah. Hey. You got one of those things where uh, Nagisa's like, you know what they say, haste waste cakes, Nagisa. That's true. It is. And Honoka's like, haste makes waste, is what she wanted to say. Waste can be cake. Haste makes waste, waste but waste also cakes. These two things can be true. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried to hastily make a cake? It's no. <laughs> it's like how the first pancake is always going to be bad. Exactly. That's true. This happened to me plenty of times. You can't. You can't yeah. rush baking. It takes the time it takes. So there's a guest, and you you wouldn't believe yeah, who this guest is. <laughs> yeah, I'm in this episode. You should go watch it. It's real good. <laughs> So Hikari is here now. 
She's here to hang out with her friends. Uh, mm-hmm. We learned that the cafe is closed today because she works at the uh, she works at Akane's cafe. Akane is much more prominent in this season than she was last season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her food truck is now more stationary, and she has like tables and stuff she puts outside. Yeah. So it's less it's less truck and more restaurant. It's a mobile restaurant still, but yes. Hikari might have pulled a Chibiusa and mind control Akane into believing that they're related. It's unclear. <laughs> I am going to say uh, I believe that it is true. <laughs> because they uh, they call each other cousins, but uh, you know, Hikari's not an actual human. Hikari doesn't exist. Hikari doesn't exist. <laughs> right? This this could explain why, why she feels uh, so disconnected from the other actual human uh, per- yeah, people Yeah, that would make show. sense. Anyways, the mansion boy wants to go outside again. He does. It's a nice day out. And everybody's like, mm, we shouldn't let you go outside because the last time you went outside, you like fainted because you saw a girl. <laughs> I mean, that does sound like a problem, but they are kind of in the middle of nowhere. I mean, do they have like a yard or something? They, they do. They have a huge yard, and like, but that doesn't count. The boy wants to go like out past the yard, I yeah. guess. Because like, the boy has been outside before. Yeah, he went about town. I mean, even before that, he was flying a kite in the yard. He was, yeah. Uh, the Bellows of Cain is like, hey, we gotta distract him. Do you want to see a magic trick? And, like, one of them does a thing where they're, like, they're, like, pulling, like, cards from uh, his mouth. Yeah, like, not only is he pulling cards from his mouth, they're all twos. <laughs> I didn't notice Which is that really part. impressive. Real good. I like the impression because he did, like, this card trick earlier. And then, like, oh, I've already seen that one. And he's like, okay, do a different one. And he just, like, swallows the cards is the implication. <laughs> this is not so much a trick as he's just literally regurgitating mm-hmm. cards. And the boy is not <laughs> impressed. I mean, would you be? <laughs> I mean, if someone swallowed cards and then, like, regurgitated them, I feel like that could be kind of impressive. I'd be concerned, like, is that, so not, I'm not, like, cutting up your throat? I'd be, I'd be more like, we need to get you to a doctor. <laughs> Uh, we see Vibliss also playing cards by herself. I don't think she's playing cards. I think she's using them to read fortune. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's doing, like, an oracle reading with the cards. She also says that Uraganos hasn't shown back up. Like, Baldez is gone, but Uraganos is also gone. And are we, is that meant to imply that they killed Uraganos last episode? I'm pretty sure they killed Uraganos last episode. They hit him with the big new attack. F. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if they actually hit him or not. F to Uraganos. Yes. If he shows back up, then he didn't die. But if he doesn't, then he's dead. That's how <laughs> it works. He's, he's not dead until and unless there is a corpse or no corpse. So this really begs the question of, are we going to actually get new villains during the second half of this season? Because if Oroganos and Baldus are already dead, we just have two left. And that's Viblis and Circulus. Okay, so they they take out Viblis in like three episodes. Let's let's give let's give Viblis three episodes, and then Circulus in like three episodes, and then the rest of this show um, is just slice of life. They go back to the frog dimension. Uh, <laughs> hang out with all those frogs, grow some flowers, learn about some cool stories uh, about Grandma Cure. Briefly breaks out in Grave of Her the Fireflies. Actually, becomes a real person, never has to become a giant CGI lady. Nakari becomes just a, just the same, but is CGI 3D. Hikari <laughs> becomes a giant CGI lady, but continues her school life. 
Yeah. Uh, and as uh, she is, like, either, like, doing fortunes or something, she pulls the Joker out of the deck and says, ah, a trump card. Yeah, I, I, would love, I would love to know what the rules of this reading are. Well, I don't think we'll ever find out. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I think it's just for show. Unless there's, like, a real thing and someone writes in. Yeah. Write into the podcast about fortune telling with playing cards. If you if you know. If you dare. <laughs> Read our fortune. Tell us. Uh, Hikari has already finished her homework for today. Yes. Uh, Hikari is going to get ahead and Hell stay yeah. Ahead. She's very diligent. Nagisa was like, it must be nice not to have homework like all these fairies that are just hanging out with Chutaro. Wish mm-hmm. I was a fairy. Live your truth. <laughs> I am a fairy. That's how I introduce myself <laughs> to the podcast. Well, then That's obviously true. you don't have homework, do you? I don't have homework. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I wish I had no homework. <laughs> just become a fairy, Jeremy. <laughs> How's that all it takes? <laughs> Turns out, yeah. <laughs> I will I will inform my microbiology professor. <clears throat> Sorry, Doc. I'm not doing homework anymore because I'm a fairy. Uh, Grandma shows up with the snacks and explains all of the stuff about the water and the air conditioning. Yes. yes. Some very good looking red bean paste. Yeah. Mm, it looks very tasty. It is. She talks about how there's an even cooler place nearby. And then Grandma takes him to a skate park. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma takes them bungee jumping. We're going to do some extreme BMX with Grandma. No, where they they were actually taken to is a a park with a lake. Uh, I don't know if we've seen this place before, but we're here. We're here at the lake, and Grandma gets them some sick jet skis, and they go parasailing. It's very cool. (laughs) Or at the very least, two rowboats. Yes. Naisa and Honaka get into one, and Naisa is the one that's uh, rowing, because... Obviously. Yeah, obviously. She's the jock girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hikari and Grandma also take one of the rowboats, and Hikari is the one who ends up uh, rowing, because Grandma's old. <laughs> can I? Can we just take a minute here? Can we just say, because these are some, some, uh, some narrative parallels. The beginning of this episode, Hikari is like, I don't fit in with these other two. They don't need me at all. And they get to the lake and they immediately split off without her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I think what was going to happen is that they were all just going to share one boat. Or at least that's what the cures were probably thinking. And Grandma was like, hey, Hikari. Yeah. You, let's not. You, you and me, we don't need those losers. We're going to get our own boat. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I did think they were going to all share a boat until Grandma said something as well. Hikari uh, is rowing the boat with Grandma, and she's like, hey, I can't row like Nagisa is. Because Nagisa is like, rowing like, pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is actually a perfect example where like uh, Grandma is saying like pretty good things about Hikari or to Hikari. Yeah. But Hikari keeps, like, deflecting and self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She, she talks about how, like, they're always saving me. It's like, the, I'm the only one who can't do anything. Grandma's like, well, that's what you haven't been able to tell them, right? Like, that's what you want to say, but you haven't been able to. And Hikari's and like... Hikari's, like, surprised. She read me like a book. <laughs> that's the power of Grandma. That's the power of Grandma. <laughs> Grandma Kira uh, is the most powerful magical girl, if we're being honest. <laughs> Jeremy, you really need to watch uh, Heart Catch because 
it canonically has a grab book here. I, I, I love, I, I love everything about that. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look into that when I have some time. Yes. Uh, there's a small implication in a line that, uh, before we get too much further, that Grandma has with the, the guy that is renting them their boats. And uh, the, the implication is that this is something that she used to do a lot. And so now my headcanon is that uh, Sane was a pirate-themed magical girl. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I like the super megaforce of Pretty Cures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Grandma continued to say, like, if you talk to them, like, I know that they'd appreciate you being, like, open and honest about your feelings. But Hikari's like, I don't know. I really don't have a vague understanding of myself. Like, how do I talk to people about my emotions? <laughs> and then Grandma tells Hikari all about the Kiaki tree heel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that incredibly dis- uh, uh distressing flashback that grandma has that ends just as it looks like it's gonna get real cool and they're like no no we can't yeah yeah because we see her talking about how her father used to carry her up it and then we get a flashback to uh when she was leading all the children up the hill uh, after the uh town had been destroyed and then we see her standing there and she's holding the mepple phone in her hands grandma cure confirmed grandma cure <laughs> confirmed and then it just she ends, and she's like, you know what, you don't need to know about all this cool backstory that I have. <laughs> <laughs> what about your problems, Hikari? <laughs> and she says, the one thing you must do is give up hope. Hope's important. Never give up hope. That's how they power their new battleizers, after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! The power of hope is the strongest weapon you have. Now, this is not a metaphor. I'm being literal here. <laughs> The yield of hope is more than dynamite. Uh, anyways, Nagisa and Honoka are like, yeah, Hikari was feeling weird er- earlier, so hopefully the conversation she's having right now that we can't hear is helping. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Grandma's helping her. Like, Honoka's like pretty confident that uh, her grandmother is able to help her. I mean, you should be. It's Grandma. She's amazing. But also, when we when we come in on these two, I, I love the idea that Nagisa is just rowing as hard as she possibly can. <laughs> Nagisa is in a fight with the lake, and she's going to win. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's trying to get as much distance as possible between her and Hikari's boats. That way they're not eavesdropping. <laughs> this is a race to see who can have that most fun. Uh, Honoka, not Honoka. Nagisa has got to put all the effort into rowing. She's got to be the best. Like no one ever was. <laughs> we came out to the lake to get cool and I am going to wear myself out. <laughs> Anyways, the Meepo sends darkness and then Grandma faints. Yep. It's Vibulus time. Mm-hmm. It's Vibulus time. She summons a water cicada. I have to ask, is people fainting just a thing that happens in this series, or is this just Grandma? It's uh, anyone. This happens. Yeah. Especially this season. Yeah. When uh, uh, the people, okay. like the dark people, the evil bad guys show up, everyone who's not, the cures and Hikari, uh, faint. Okay. They either faint or get taken to a second dimension. Yeah, yeah, that does happen. Sometimes they just disappear. It's very nice uh, of of the Zakana to to make sure there are no witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> very good for protecting the division of, of home life and superhero life. Uh, the water Zakana splits the lake in twain, and that the water starts trying to rush in and pull the boats down. It's transformation time. Well, Hikari and Grandma's boat fall in first. Yeah, yeah, they do fall in yeah. first. 
Wait, I had a transformation time. I had a thought. I had a thought. We know that Grandma was at some point a cure. Grandma cure. Grandma cure confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we think she actually fainted, or is she just being polite? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she faints after the Meepos say that they sense darkness. Yeah. She's like, oops, gotta play along. <laughs> I dig it. I'm into the idea that she's just yeah. like, oh, I gotta make sure they don't suspect. Gra- Grandma's secret identity game is on point. <laughs> What do you think of the new transformation sequence? It is different than last. It is a little bit different. I like that they kept some aspects. So like they they still keep the like. It seems much shorter, which is fine, uh, because you know they've been doing this for two seasons now. Um, they they kept like kind of like metallic uh, sheen that they get mid transformation, which I really enjoy. Uh, and the giant rainbow explosion is pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> Like, the column of rainbow light that's just, like, this is happening now. They jump down (laughs) into this gap, and, like, it's a weird place. This kind of reminds me of when they got swallowed by the cicada, and it was, like, just a bunch of, like, weird... What is the word I'm looking for? Like, crystal stuff inside? Yeah, it looks... There's a lot of, like, crystal... Not helixes, but similar. Yeah. It makes me think of Mewtwo's castle from... Pokemon the movie. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to understand sorry, my There's notes. a cat screaming at my doorway. I am going to fix that. Say hello right to quick. the cat for me. I'm trying to figure out what my next notes mean, where it says the bad luck card disappeared, just being bad luck. Just bad, just bad luck being near her. I'm pretty sure this is Vibla saying this about Hikari. We were talking about how Vibla says that uh, Hikari is bad luck, and she shouldn't even be alive. That's rude. I'll show you that I am alive. Through Biblis. And then some random garbage hits her in the face. (laughs) Not just random garbage, but grandma's parasol and towel. Yeah. So, you know, you know, grandma from downtown, while still pretending to be unconscious. (laughs) They're magical weapons. (laughs) Right. I mean, they they do uh, basically uh, prevent this, like, attack from happening. Yeah, like, it misses and just blows up a pillar in the background. Hikari also transforms around this time. Uh, What do you think of Hikari's Shiny Luminous's design? I think it's good. It's, um... (sighs) She does get... I love the fact that she gets a much longer transformation sequence uh, than Cure White and Black. Uh, And it's much more elaborate, and you're like, okay, cool, she's gonna, like, do something and, like, really, like... Uh, you know, kind of, kind of bring this whole. Oh, I don't have a you know a place on the team anymore. I don't have anything worth contributing. It's going to bring that whole thing full circle, and I enjoy that they subvert that by just having her stand there the entire time. <laughs> yeah, she re- she runs defense. Yeah, yeah, she just she just chills out. <laughs> she has the transformation sequence, and then I don't think she actually does anything else for the rest of the. So. She shouts about hope a lot. She does. Yeah. She does. She she's the cheer squad. It's fair. Uh, the other heroes arrive. They fight a bit. They keep getting knocked back. Hikari says they'll never give up hope, and this reminds the heroes that hey, <laughs> we need to gather all of the hope of the yes. planet so we can summon yeah. our cool new duelist. I really thought it was going to break <laughs> for a minute. Uh, I like that we have Nagisa kick and then a Honoka kick, and then I'm like, is is are we going to get a luminous kick? No. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, we're not. This time we do it's see that time. this big attack, which is uh, Max, not Max, uh, Marble Scoo attack Max 
Sparkle. They keep adding more words to it because they they got Max at the like the start of this season, and then they're like, now we have this new one. A move, mm-hmm, a big mm-hmm. move just has an, another word added. To Give it, it another twenty episodes, and it's going to be an entire like half an episode just to say the name. <laughs> that does remind me of a, a bit that got introduced on an episode of Hey Riddle Riddle. It was a uh, like Guy mm-hmm. Fieri's kitchen or something like that, where the 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 point of the game was. And I, I feel fine explaining it because I think it's a pretty fun game and thought experiment or not thought experiment, but basically it's you start by saying so, someone saying I'm making blank where they say just like sort of whatever. And the next person has to like add another word onto it where they say I am making blank blank. And this keeps going until someone can't remember all of the words that are in the dish. Okay, we should we should do this. We should do this live. Um, uh, let me add. Let me just say the last part. And once someone forgets, the person that last added something to the dish has to say, "Okay, I'm serving you," and then has to say it all again in order okay. for it to win. <laughs> all right, let's 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 do a try here. Oh, God. Uh, I'm making spaghetti. Charlie, do you want to go second or should I go second? You can go second. I'm making cheesy spaghetti. Making... I can't even think of what I want to add. It can be anything. (laughs) I'm adding... I'm making cold cheesy spaghetti. (laughs) Now, do you have to add the word at the beginning? Or can it be anywhere? It can be anywhere. Okay. Okay. It has to be either at the beginning or the end, though. Okay. Um, And also you can change the plurality of words. As long as the words are still there. I'm making cold cheesy spaghetti Florentine. I'm making cold cheesy spaghetti Florentine sandwiches. Ooh. I'm making cold cheesy bro. No, it has to be at the start of the end. Yes. I'm making twenty cold cheesy spaghetti Florentine sandwiches. I'm making twenty cold cheesy spaghetti Florentine sandwiches a gratin. That's <laughs> complicated words. <laughs> I'm making fried 20 cold cheesy spaghetti <laughs> Florentine sandwiches al gratin. I'm making. <laughs> Can I say air? Add an air so it's air fried? I don't know if that counts. Well, I, I mean, I guess word. it could, count. but. Okay, I'm making air fried. 20 cold cheesy spaghetti quarantine sandwiches are grand. Mm-hmm. That's the word. <laughs> I'm Jesus making Christ. delicious air fried 20 cold spaghetti quarantine sandwiches. Oh, you forgot okay. a word. Yeah, all right. Did I? Charlie, you gotta serve it. <laughs> you ready? Ser- yeah. Alright, I am serving... Do I have to add delicious? No? No, I don't so think so. Okay. I'm serving air-fried 20 cold, cheesy, spaghetti, quarantine sandwiches <laughs> are gone. You, you missed the cheesy in there, Cher. Oh, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this content. I love how every time I got to Charlie's turn, you could just hear <laughs> the thought process happening. <laughs> I think if we went one more round, Charlie might have overheated. I think I think so. 
uh, I, I, I am glad uh, that we had this uh, good content on this Magical Girl podcast. <laughs> so yeah, the Precures do a big attack. <laughs> they win! Vivalis jumps away, she is not killed. Uh, she's still alive, because they still need some bad guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They thank Shiny Luminous for protecting uh, Grandma, and then we see Grandma waking up on the bench. There is a huge explosion. The sky goes dark, mm-hmm. lightning erupts, uh, and then the next scene we're on the lake, it's fine, everything's cool. That's the power of the pity cures. After every fight, it goes back to normal. Mm-hmm. It's like the Doctor Strange mirror dimension. I, uh, I have never seen Doctor Strange. I don't know if that's a thing in the comics, but in the movies, they're like, we can have you fighting it and doing this weird Inception physics stuff and these... by. We push you into, like, a parallel dimension that's exactly, like, laid on top of this current world so everybody's still around you, but they don't get affected by any of the bullshit you're doing. Yeah. So after she wakes up on the bench, we don't want to get too much more from that. We cut back to Honoka's house where she's cooling down the place again. Uh, Nagisa still hasn't worked on her homework at all. Nagisa, you do. Mm -hmm. You live your best life. You're like, hey, I'm going to be hopeful. And Honoka's like, that's not going to help. You can't just do your summer homework. Your summer homework just with hope. (laughs) You know, there are worse ways to do homework. There are better ways to do homework, but there are worse ways to do homework. (laughs) It's like the time that she just sort of was like, okay, I'm going to study for the test by guessing which questions are going to be on the test and then studying those. Live your life. Yep. You do you. She's doing her best. Her best is fine. (laughs) And the heart deal comes back and is like, "Mm, strong vibes. vibes. (laughs) <laughs> like these good positive vibes. Hardy L comes back and it's like, yeah, good vibes. Episode over. <laughs> <laughs> yup, that's the episode. And next episode, it's a summer festival. We got another yeah, one. Be games and fireworks. Uh, that, that boy is going to be there. Nagis is probably going to trip on another stair again. It all looks probably. very good. Also, the outro is real good. Uh, I like I like the outro. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, but yes, that is the episode. Thank you for coming back, Jeremy, to talk about this episode. Any Anywhere that there is a, a cure grandma, uh, that's where you will find me. So that is my promise to you, the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all, you, all you have to do to summon me uh, is, is cure grandma. Would you like to plug your stuff? I, uh, what do I have to plug recently? Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter for whatever reason, it's at Tayuface, T-A-Y-U face. Uh, but if you want to check out a cool game uh, about anti-capitalist magical space cowboys, uh, you can do that. Uh, and I guess I should I should tell you what the link is. It's called Match Tech Space Western. It's uh, apexcityitchio slash Space Western. Uh, and that is a, uh, a tabletop RPG. That is a not a video. Yes, game. It, yeah. not not yet. Fingers crossed. No, it's never gonna. It's, it's, it's never gonna be a video game. <laughs> but yeah, I'm working on version two right now. So if you pick it up for ten dollars, uh, you will own it when it updates and costs a bit more than ten dollars. Charlie and I have our names in it. Yeah. You do. You both do. You both helped play test you it. You did. And it's going to be uh it's going to be a little more expanded from from the last time you you saw it. Pretty good, I think. I agree. That's all I got right now. <laughs> okay. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, if you want to send us words, tell us how much you enjoy 
If you want to tell us your thoughts on Cure Grandma and what you think, you can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. Or if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical Underscore Pride where I tweet about things. It's different every day, probably. I <laughs> <laughs> can go listen to the podcast I do, like Otherwhere, Other Pod, where I play Phantom the Brain. Or Breathing Space Fading Frontier, where I voiced a character in season one, and I'll be writing for season two and voicing characters for that too, most likely. Or you can go follow Devoid of Space on Twitter. Currently, we are still writing the episode, so there's not much there, but when we put out the casting call for it in a few months, you can get right ahead on auditioning for the podcast and that's everything i do currently take it away cassidy you can find me on twitter at mad lobotanist that's m-a-d-l-o-b-o-t-a-n-i-s-t um if you follow me i probably won't block you (laughs) but but not certainly won't as we have seen certainly won't (laughs) Uh, i also have a website that i have all of the list the list of all my podcasts that i've been on or that I do, or that I've guessed it on. And you can find that at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. Alright, and that's the podcast. That's it. So, until next time, we need your help, Meepo! Girls be hopeful! <laughs> uh, hasty Waste Bakes Cakes in the Great Lakes. <laughs> I'm making hasty ways to bake cakes in the Great Lakes. <laughs> the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plain. In vain, he thrusts his fists against the posts and still insists he sees the ghosts. I'm ending my recording now. <laughs> Let me drink this gross iced coffee I bought at Cumbies. Why'd you buy a gross one? I didn't know it would be gross. But now that I have it, I'm, I'm gonna drink it. What is it? It's a it's a premium espresso iced latte sea salt caramel. What uh, part of it's gross? I don't know, it just doesn't taste quite the way I was expecting it. I think I would put the espresso. Mm-hmm. You're too you're too used to the flavor of the Dunkachino. <laughs> you know what I love in my coffee? Salt. <laughs> <laughs> it really draws out the flavor. The salt in the coffee makes it uh, just pushes the bitterness that far into dehydration. <laughs> Dunkachinos are good. Maybe I'll order one after we're done recording. What if you just made coffee with like seawater? Uh, and just drop some caramel in there. It's basically the same thing, right? I could try it. I don't. I don't Cassidy. suggest it. <laughs> Wait, are you, you going to go to the beach and just? <laughs> get a oh, that's box? yeah. I'll boil it first. <laughs> that's a bad idea for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I'll boil it first. <laughs> it take care of. Okay. All right. <laughs> I support you, Cassidy. Are you familiar it's with the okay, concept? Okay, I wouldn't do that anyway because I don't like salted caramel. Yes, I was about to say, are you familiar with the concept of hypertonicity? Because I feel no. like there are some biological concepts we need to go over here <laughs> in regards to that much salt. That's okay.
I would dilute it a little, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're not getting that full-bodied ocean flavor. (laughs) Yeah, but that's not how sea salt caramel would be anyways. It would be the sea salt caramel flavor on top of regular coffee, which is made with just regular water. So you're going to add seawater to your coffee. I'll like, split like it'd be like a fifty-fifty blend of seawater water in the coffee. Okay, that's that's pretty salty. That's pretty salty. And then you're probably yeah, gonna you're probably I, gonna listen. add some milk to that too because it's like a latte thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, spear in a lactone really just makes me crave salt, <laughs> and I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Okay, maybe I won't do that, but maybe I'll make coffee with pickle fry. What if that? Oh huh? my god, Cassidy! If you That's like you. a similar effect. You know, you know, Cassidy. lemon lemon in coffee is a thing. The acidity brings out like a tart note in the coffee, so I, I think I think pickle brine could could have because it's got it's got like an, an acid quality to it. Yeah. Cassidy, should I be concerned we live together? I'm just gonna try and. Drink a cup of coffee. It's gonna taste like pickles. No, you're gonna know before I make it. One, because the house will smell like hot pickle fries. <laughs> We're off to a good start. This is definitely going at the end of the episode. The people need to hear it. <laughs> the people Listen, need the to people know. don't know about my fucked up food thoughts by now. <laughs> What are they doing listening to our podcast?